my god, he did what? Yeah, he sucks. But he's so hot. This is Hot and Horrible. Welcome back, friends and lovers. How's it going? It's going good over here. How's it going over there? It's going so good. Nice. Ooh, that was really loud. <laughs> <laughs> We're warming up, y'all. Yes, we are. But um, how was your week? It was good. Anything exciting happen? I have some exciting stuff coming up. Um, it's almost Earth Day. I don't know if y'all know, but obviously that's a big day for me. <laughs> <laughs> environmental. I do environmental uh, community organizing. Yeah. So I'm going to have a busy weekend doing environmental events with my community groups that I do radicalizing the youth <laughs> <laughs> i actually love earth day too yeah um a lot of people don't know this but in nashville for the weekend of earth day you can rent bikes for free those e-bikes mm-hmm. so you can Very go on a cool. fun bike ride yeah yeah everyone go rent a bike boom <laughs> what's up with you i uh went out this past weekend and it was so funny because I was out with a couple friends and we were visiting my friend who like works at LA Jackson. You know how there's like almost nowhere to sit. So we were just standing outside on the balcony. Actually, we've been to LA Jackson yeah, before. We have. <laughs> I'm sad you went there without me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> next time, next, next time. Next time. But um we were just standing at one of these tables and you know this other couple just comes up and they're a nice couple. Mm-hmm. But the guy just seemed so horrible. Mm. And um, the girl was really nice, but the way that they like how the level of drunk they were was Broadway. Oh yeah. So they were going crazy, and they were like, "We've been together eight years, blah 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 blah," you know. And they're like, "We're the best because we made this happen." And my friend looks at me and she says, "Do you wanna pretend like we've been together nine years?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, we have to." Yeah. So I go, "Hey, how's it going? You know, I'm Andre, and this is Maddie." They're like, "Hey, how's it going?" And we're like, "We overheard you saying you were together for eight years, and we've been together nine years." And they start laughing. They're like, "Well, we've been together ten years." And I was like, "Oh my god." Oh my god. And so we just start talking, and they're like, "How did you meet?" Like we're like high school <laughs> and they're like where are you from they're like new jersey and we just kept on taking parts out of like each of our stories you know mm. so it was kind of funny yeah that is funny but then at the end of it um the guy kind of left yeah and um we found out a bunch of problems in their relationship okay i was about to say i think the <laughs> reason that they felt the need to say that was because there were some fissures yeah yeah it's actually really terrible i don't even remember their names so that's why i can say this yeah but um unfortunately her dad um was diagnosed with cancer oh wow and so they'd been doing long distance for a while uh-huh. and uh she was just in town for this weekend so she was like yeah it's been really difficult you know um he's been somewhat supportive but there's like a disconnect between communication and then also one of the biggest things for her well, she's very Christian, mm. and he's very not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, we ended the conversation. She was like, oh, my God, we have to connect. And I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to have to go on, like, a double date? Like, you know. True, at, you have to keep it up. Yeah, in this nine-year relationship. So if she's listening, we're so so sorry, but not in a nine-year relationship. Just playing. Yeah. Just playing. She left, and then he came back with another girl. What? Yeah. And so Twist. my friend took a photo because they connected on Snapchat too okay. and sent it to her. So we don't know what happened, but Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
So that was my weekend. Wow. I'm so curious about what happened with that. <laughs> Me too. I'll let you know. I'll keep you updated. Yeah, keep us all updated if you get any more information on it. For sure. Well, I know you've been wanting to talk about what's on your heart recently. Yes. So tell me what's up. It's just Andre and I today, y'all. Yeah. But that's okay. We're getting back to our roots. <laughs> because I've been saying and saying to Andre that I'm just on my soapbox about this. And Get I on that talk soapbox. About it because I keep seeing it on TikTok is where I've been seeing a lot of it. But okay, where do I even start with this? I think that it starts with what we were talking about with Rachel mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Rachel, first of all, I love you. You're amazing. I know she's listening. Um, when she brought up how women have more opportunities now, like women, like literally I'm reading a financial literacy book for women right now. And I learned that women couldn't have credit cards until the 1970s. That's crazy. Without a man co-signing for them so i feel like we're in this era where women can like we can make our own money like women can even have children on their own now women have more rights and in response to that you know there are there are more single men because women are like well what are you providing for me other than like money like stability whatever because i can do that for myself So there's all these articles and everything and studies coming out about how there's more single men. They're angsty about it. They're like, women are asking for too much. Women are like, literally, I'm asking for the bare minimum here. And there's this disconnect. Maybe I'll just get your thoughts on that to start with. Well, it's so funny because I'm super happy that women can, you know, are starting to be able to do anything that they want to do. Yeah. I'm actually really okay with women working. In my ideal situation... You know, being a musician, (laughs) I would be fine if, you know, a woman makes more money than me. And I think that, like, maybe men are warming up to that, but it's also women are saying, what am I getting out of this relationship? You know, and it's forcing men to step up in other ways. It is like a time where I think men need to adapt, but... In response to a lot of this, what I've been seeing, and these are my opinions about it, like I'm curious what other people think about it, but I'm seeing a lot of TikTok videos, which I think are a manifestation of like a cultural moment, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And they're talking a lot about being in your feminine versus being in your masculine, which first of all, I want to say we made those up, right? Like cultures have different ideas of that they sub- ascribe to different people and what it means to be man, woman, anything mm-hmm. in between. And I think time also has has some play in there too. Yeah. Because what, you know, things like makeup mm-hmm. that are feminine now yes. used to be masculine. Exactly. So it's cultural. We made it up, yeah. right? There kind of is no such thing as being in your masculine or your feminine because it's not it's culturally constructed and like you're saying it's constantly evolving Mm -hmm. like that was a really good point um but i see this as a symptom of patriarchy feeling threatened and everyone's gonna (laughs) think like she's on her like bra burning feminist rant right now but hear me out okay because I think a lot of the videos are aimed at like, oh, men, like if you are in your masculine, if you're being a leader, 
if you're allowing a woman to be soft, then like you can you can get a woman to be in a relationship with you. And I think it's also saying like, oh, like women like are not naturally supposed to want to be like, like masculine. And when they say masculine, they mean like independent basically. Right. So they're saying like women will be soft and like, let you lead if you are in your masculine and you like take on that more, um, manly role. But, I'm struggling with that. (laughs) Why are you struggling? Because I think that women are at a period of time. Obviously, we're still fighting like hell for a lot of our rights. But I think like women can have their own businesses right now. Like women can be self-sufficient. We can, like I said, we could have like children on our, like, you know, like women are in a time period right now where we can do a lot of things for ourselves, And I think that that's amazing. But I think patriarchy feels threatened by that. Um, because it relies on on women and minorities like not having wealth or power um, to sustain itself. So I think that when men call each other out and say, oh, you need to be in your masculine so a woman can be soft in her feminine, it's nef- it's sneaky because it's like, oh yeah, men kind of do need to call each other out and ask more of each other in the way of like you need to do more work on yourself like go to therapy like do the emotional work so a woman isn't doing so much labor for you like blah 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 but I feel like it's just calling on men to reinforce the same thing that was happening before it's like saying oh men are failing and that's why women are going out and being masculine it's like no women have rights now so they're going out and doing things that you think of as masculine like you know being financially independent like whatever those masculine things are and it's like it's also still centering men because it's saying like oh men are feeling and that's why women are acting like this it's like no women just have always wanted rights and autonomy and now they have more of it so they're going out and doing it and because they don't need you if they want to be in a relationship with you, they're going to ask more of you. Like, don't make it about yourself. And I think it's just like crying, screaming, patriarchy, like dying. (laughs) (laughs) So it's really just like the terms though, right? Yeah. The masculine being the term for being independent is being applied to women now. Yeah. Because I think it's like, well, what do we think of as masculine, right? And what do we think of as feminine? Yeah. And I think a lot of the time like on the TikToks and like broadly it's saying that masculinity is like leading and femininity is soft Mm -hmm. and that women aren't being soft because men aren't allowing them to be soft because men aren't being leaders. I hear that. What are your thoughts on that? Wow. As a man. It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's just good to be aware. I think for me, it's the most important thing, you know, awareness. Yeah. So it's like, if you're aware of where things are coming from, then you can be emotionally, you know, intelligent about what's kind of going on. 
and knowing those terms because mm-hmm. for me i haven't seen any of those tiktoks when you brought it up i was like oh this is interesting yeah. like let's let's go the algorithm yeah <laughs> they know what you, you yeah. want to talk about <laughs> they got me riled up for me i think there is masculine and feminine things that we have created as a society yeah and i think they look different country to country yeah too because like not being from america you know to learn what being a man is in america it differs from being a man in let's say hong kong mm-hmm. or even like the uk mm-hmm. um to where it's you're definitely right where it's like the structure that we've built has been so like this is what it's been like from day one mm-hmm. that this is how it's gonna be yeah that's the mindset that's happening right now yes where things I, th- I know in other countries are a little more adaptable. And I think America is so new still, mm-hmm. like as a country, yeah. that these changes, sorry, that these changes that would be abrupt to other people would be normal in other countries, some other countries. So. Yeah, yeah. And also I think change change is scary here because the systems of oppression that we have are built on what I'm speaking about, right? Like it comes down to like white supremacist patriarchy, basically. Mm -hmm. So anything that's not in alignment with that culturally is a threat to that system. And there's going to be a response to that, Mm -hmm. right? So I think maybe in other countries where it's not like all of our structures and systems aren't so centralized around that might be more adaptable because that's that's fragile right that's that like white male fragility that we talk about yeah i mean tying it back to dating and relationships and everything women like just want you to to treat them like humans (laughs) (laughs) you know like i think women this you know women not the men being single like rachel was talking about that's because women like want want more from men but we still like want to be with men you know we want it's hurting men too you know all of this hurts men too it's not just like you're hurting yourselves you know so like Take the space, heal, and then come back to us. That's what we want, you know? We want a partner. We want a healed man. You don't need to lead us anywhere. We don't need to be soft. We just need you to, to meet us where we're at. And we're asking for you to go and do that emotional work. And we know that it's hard because there's so much socialization going on. There's so much, you know, don't talk about your feelings. Don't do anything soft. Don't do anything soft feminine. Well, it's so funny that you mentioned that actually now. Because I feel like there's a whole side of or whole population of women mm-hmm. who see that if men are soft, yeah. it's just unattractive completely. Because yeah. they're reinforcing their own oppression. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ladies. <laughs> but they are. But I think also, like, I'm not trying to say have a whole different personality, right? If you are naturally, like, more assertive, cool, you know? But don't let, don't let what your cultural gender norm is supposed to be influence or hurt you or hold you back right Mm -hmm. and i think like 
men can men can still be manly and be open to you know feelings and healing and all of this other stuff like you can still have like man you know traditionally like manly traits and be open to this this healing process so you can show up for other people in your life better and for yourself and I think that goes back to just being aware, you know, mm-hmm. if, if we can be aware as a society, I think that will do a whole bunch of good. Yeah. And I think we're, we're kind of going through a cultural revolution, I think. Mm-hmm. And Gen Z is a big part of that. I love Gen Z. They're amazing activists. They're unhinged in the best way. They're so unhinged. Possible. <laughs> like... I was reading something the other day that said millennials invented cyberbullying so <laughs> Gen Z could weaponize it in like the revolution, like oh our, the God. fight for social justice or whatever. And that's why our legislators want to ban TikTok and everything. But I'm so inspired by Gen Z. I think that they're a really revolutionary group and that there's going to be some growing pains that come along with that but be open to change everyone yeah yeah change is coming change is coming. <laughs> game you of thrones it's not <laughs> ominous there's gonna be some growing pains but that's what i've been on my soapbox about recently well that's amazing rachel if you're listening i'm so curious about what you think about this <laughs> i was wondering if we should have her back on to talk about this do you know what we could do what we could just give her a quick call yeah and just record it is that cool yes okay let's do it let's call rachel in we're we're ringing rachel hello hello you're on hot and horrible right now we're recording oh my god hi can you hear me okay we can hear you fine say hi to emily hi em how are you hey rachel (laughs) we we have a really important question because Emily was just talking about you and we've been talking about, you know, Emily can explain this better than I can. I was talking about what we were talking about on the podcast last time um, with like women have more opportunities now. So like more men are single, basically like women are asking more from men. And then I I don't know if you've been seeing them, but I've been seeing a lot of TikToks encouraging men to be in their masculine so women can be in their soft feminine. And I just kind of see that as a way to reinforce patriarchy and like a sign that patriarchy feels threatened because it's trying to say like men because you're not being masculine because you're not being leaders women can't be soft but in reality like that's just still trying to center patriarchy when it's not about patriarchy or men it's about women now having more rights and more opportunities to live autonomous independent lives i have so many thoughts on this subject and i'm gonna tell you the most important one So as a tarot reader, as you know, um, one thing that comes up a lot is people wanting to know about their twin flame, soulmate, divine counterpart, divine feminine, divine masculine. There's been this huge like uptick in people going towards, you know, witch talk, crystal talk, spiritual talk, and wanting to learn about these things. And so a lot of people are looking for their counterpart, their other half. But there is something problematic in the tarot practice, which is that there still are 
the masculine and feminine archetypes. Now, the archetypes are just supposed to represent a certain type of energy. However, that is still enforcing what masculine and feminine is supposed to mean. So you add that sort of almost outdated type of idea of using those things to describe well the feminine energy is supposed to be softer and the masculine energy is supposed to be more take action so you're saying a man can't be soft and a woman can't take action is what someone will say um and then you'll say oh no no it's not about um it's not really about the gender it's the archetype to just describe it but the point is that needs to be changed it needs to be altered it's something that i've figured out is a problem but also if you add in the people who still very strongly believe what you just said about how obviously the the patriarchy has to feel threatened because there's a huge uptick in be a manly man and we're killing masculinity and all these men have become soft and feminine and that's why they're not able to be in the proper role and then people are saying well we're now eliminating men because there's no need for them anymore because women are just doing everything and based on what we talked about when i was on the show I see how people come to that conclusion because, like you said, you're tired of the emotional labor of feeling like you have to do all the work, essentially, because they're just not always men that you're trying to date aren't always seeming to be on the same emotional maturity level. But that doesn't mean that those men aren't out there. Unfortunately, I'm tending to find that when women find those men, they marry them very fucking quick. <laughs> you gotta lock that and, down. Yeah, because they're out there, but they're either so valuing themselves that they aren't in a rush to date and it's kind of hard to tie them down in a sense, or they're so afraid of ever disrespecting a woman that they're almost afraid to take a shot with women um, and make them feel uncomfortable, or they're married and super, super, super locked down daddy mode. And <laughs> so it's, I mean, it could, I could go on and on, but hopefully that adds some to what you were saying. Thank you, Rachel. That's I literally knew so you perfect. would have something good to say. <laughs> well, anything else? We love you. We love you a lot. I love you guys too. Very nice. Well, thank you so much for um, giving us your input. Of course. Y'all have a great rest of the episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Rachel is like my guy through this life, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you think about that? I totally agree. I feel like she was underscoring what I was saying. And I think it's interesting tying it back to the spiritual practice too, because I do think people generally are are more into spirituality now and there's a lot of tarot reading and stuff like that. So her bringing up the fact that like the divine masculine, the divine feminine is something that exists in, in that, um, that space like makes sense that people are using that as a a justification because it's kind of trendy right now. So if y'all are listening and you need a tarot reading, you need to go to earth mother goddess. Hit up Rachel. Yeah. Welcome back friends and lovers. Welcome. 
So because it's just Andre and I here together, we thought we'd have a little bit of a check-in about what we've learned because we've gotten to talk to so many cool people and heard like so many different stories and perspectives about dating and relationships and how people navigate um, their connections with others. So we thought we would be a little reflective about the lessons that we're learning. Exactly. So... uh... So what have you been learning? I think when I started in this podcast, I was hating men a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I think that I was just a little fed up slash impatient with men, right? Um, I had compassion and empathy for like what we've talked about, like all of these societal things that have made it difficult for men to have emotional intelligence basically that's a little blunt but there you go but I feel like I I think I've always been a person that has asked myself like how how I can do better how I can navigate situations better but I don't think I've shared this with the listeners yet I haven't gone on a date in probably like four months the whole year, basically. Yeah, like, the whole year, like, I am I deleted the apps. Like, I did confess my love to my friend, and he rejected me. No. But that was, like, a little blip. But I feel like I'm in kind of, like, a cleansing period right now where I'm just, like, not dating or hooking up with anyone, and I'm just focusing on... Not that I didn't feel like I was right with myself before, because I do feel like I've worked a lot on myself, but I'm just focusing on things that that make me happy um, and just not holding like anger or, or resentment toward men in my life that have disappointed me, you know? And I think the listeners, the listeners and the people we've had at the, on the podcast have inspired me to go on that spiritual journey for myself. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, you know, I think part of that, you know, is doing a podcast with your, your only straight male friend. Yeah, Andre is my <laughs> only straight male friend. I don't know if I've shared that, but I haven't made out with. <laughs> but yeah, this is it's it's been great. And honestly, y'all, like it is cathartic coming on here and talking about this stuff, I think, and it has definitely helped me process things about my own love life. Um I don't really usually talk about what's currently happening because I want to keep that like private like if there's nothing currently happening but if there was like I don't know like I like to keep that kind of stuff private for for myself and for whoever I would be seeing yeah it is cathartic to come on here and talk through this stuff and I'm just appreciative of of people listening and I feel like we've gotten a lot of good feedback and um yeah I'm just really grateful to have a supportive audience for sure yeah what have you learned funny because i've learned so much from you just like talking and hearing a completely different perspective than what i think i have heard previously in the past Mm -hmm. so it's really refreshing to get a new perspective on how you know the woman brain thinks yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right and you are like actively on the apps and everything right now i actually deleted all the apps (gasps) you did i did when um maybe a week or so ago okay i made such a big deal out of it when i did it (laughs) i was like (laughs) like i was moving countries (laughs) or something you didn't even tell us i'm so sorry yeah i okay i just like 
you know, it got really depressing seeing the same people week after week and I'm, or like not even week after week, but like being like, wow, I've seen them before. Yeah. And it's like, wow, like the same people are just on the apps, which just makes me think, are all the success stories on dating apps just a lie? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe they're just not always the most common yeah do you often delete the apps and then re-download them no i might have them for like i mean i had hinge for the longest time yeah but it was just like in the background i wasn't yeah. doing anything with it but um no i i'm i think i'm like they're gone for they're good. gone did you feel free when you deleted them i did i did too okay maybe we should all delete them yeah let's all delete let's them. all delete them because when i I would like just have them kind of in the background sometimes. Like there would be times where I would be more active on them or not as active. But when I deleted them, I feel like it took away this pressure. Like even if I wasn't going on them, I feel like I still felt pressure to interact with them or go on a date or like do whatever. But when I deleted them and I was just like, no, I'm okay. Like not going on, not going on dates or not meeting people like with romantic yeah. or sexual <laughs> intentions. I that was really freeing for me and honestly like took a lot of, of pressure off of me, I think. Yeah. And it, it felt good. It felt really good. So if you're borderline considering deleting the apps, maybe try and delete them. You can always re download them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well thank you for sharing your thoughts on where we are so far. Of course. I'm curious like if any listeners who I know we have some listeners who literally listen to every episode. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, if y'all feel comfortable putting in the comments or emailing us or contacting us about Instagram and telling us if you've learned anything. Exactly. Please do. And uh, send it to hotandhorrible at gmail.com. Yeah. And it's so funny because we run into people who do listen to the podcast, like just a couple people, you know, not anybody yeah. crazy, but yeah. I'm like surprised myself. I'm like, no way you listen to it, you know? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you know, uh, it's hey, friends and lovers, right? I was like, no way, what? <laughs> you do listen. So. It's so funny because I just said hey, friends and lovers randomly in the first episode, <laughs> I think, but it does feel right. It does. Yeah. And what we want to do is... We want to make this like, you know, a bigger community and yeah. for people to like know about Hot and Horrible. And so what we're going to be working on really hard these next couple of weeks is like merch. I think if we get some merch, you know, Emily, you can wear stuff. I can yeah. wear stuff to the gym. Yeah. And uh, really get more people talking about this. Yeah. Talking about relationships. And I love, like, we just interviewed our first uh, straight cis man. So <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're getting different perspectives. Like, I-, I want straight men to listen to this. Andre, if folks want to find you to ask questions about Hot and Horrible, where can they find you on socials? They can find me at, at Andre Country Life on Instagram or at Andre Country on any other social media platforms. What about you? At Sherwood Emily. And they can find the pod at hot and horrible pod on all platforms too and y'all please don't forget to rate us five stars rate us five stars you know leave reviews it really helps we love seeing people leave reviews and be yeah. like you know we love emily's mm-hmm. or like <laughs> i got so drunk in the bathtub last night i almost drowned from playing that drinking game <laughs> which i hope you've been playing okay yeah it yeah. really does warm our hearts and yeah we want to like be able to keep doing this for y'all and and part of that is is us being able to 
reach y'all and engage y'all. So for sure, let us know that you're there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's about it. Thank y'all for listening. Bye friends and lovers. Mm -hmm.